Hey, everybody. Hey, y'all. <laughs> um, alright, I'm actually catching up with all this podcast crap. So, uh, this is the one for, uh, Thousand Pound Best Friends, the latest episode. It was episode... Oh, sorry, this is episode five. I thought we did that the last time, but I guess not. So anyway, um, now that we're doing episode five, and I'll fix that on the podcast as well, but, um, um, it was one of those, like, bridge episodes again, kind of like Thousand Pound Sisters was, where they're like, oh, man, you know, what will happen next? She gave up. Oh, no. I mean, it started out with, uh, what's her name, Megan, going to go look for a a wedding dress. It seems like a lot of her friends think that her boyfriend or fiancé or whoever he is is kind of lazy. Or something, like he needs to be taken care of? I don't know, they haven't really touched on this guy a lot. Um... Yeah, I don't really know, like, what the deal is. And I still don't understand, like, why the hell they're living with Tina. But whatever. I guess... I don't know. I have no idea. I still don't understand that. Because she was the one who was like, Vanessa, you need to move out of your sister's house. And I'm thinking, but you need to move out of your friend's house. And, uh... Yeah, I don't understand that. I don't... I just don't know what's going on. You know, I don't think any of us really do know exactly what's going on, but can I just say that, like, Vanessa's house looks, like, nicer than mine in some ways? <laughs> like, crap. She really took her money and, you know, put it to use. <laughs> she took her little bit that she got and she went with it. <laughs> but, uh, that, that house is nice. Like, it's cute. Um. So, the whole premise of this episode was Ashley's got well she lost her job in the last episode and uh one of the last couple episodes and Dr. Parker was like well maybe you should just like do a reset since you're struggling so much go to a wellness retreat and I mean to be fair I mean I think they had their hopes set a little high I think a spa probably would have been more money. <laughs> Somehow I have a feeling this place wasn't super expensive. We actually live near where the biggest loser used to send people. Like, well, not not that, but it's it was like some biggest loser resort if you weren't on the show and you wanted to lose weight. And it was like more like a resort than it was like a actual kick your ass place so I think they got a little confused because I know that place came under a ton of scrutiny because like it wasn't as good as they were claiming it to be and and that whole show just that whole show had a myriad of issues it was it's just something that would not work now and uh, I've watched a lot of it. I've watched a lot of it from the beginning, mostly because, well, when you live with your parents and, you know, you're constantly being harassed because you're not spending any time with them. So you go downstairs and they're watching Survivor or The Biggest Loser. And it's just like, really? 
all right, well, I guess I'm it's forced family time. I gotta sit here and watch this, and that's pretty much gone for about every other show that I find aggravating. Uh, Real Housewives, my mother watches that. There's very few reality shows I do like, and one thing, I'm gonna say this as a side note, I can't stand people who consider reality TV like beneath them. And it's funny because you'll find those same people either A, acting completely trashy, or B, they're reading trash novels, like romance novels or whatever. I mean, I read all kinds of stuff. I like stuff like this. It, it takes your mind off life. You know, like, it makes you feel a bit better about your life. You know, like, it, it puts a little perspective into your head. And no, it's not real. Well, this, a lot of this crap is scripted. I mean, a lot of these things are introduced into the environment. I get that. But I think it's interesting to just watch different dynamics. Watch how people react to the camera. You know, what they do in front of the camera as opposed to behind the camera. You know, I think you see a different... I think it's interesting to see different people and how they operate. You know, because you go places and people act a particular way in public. And then you have, what do they do in their own house? You know? Like, uh, you know, you could look at somebody and be like, oh, that's the perfect family. But then you see them on Dateline. So, that's just a side rant that I can't stand. I mean... Anybody in this country or in the world is an episode of Dateline waiting to happen. So, you know, let's not even sit there and act like, you know, we all aren't a little bit crazy. I'm not saying that we're all going to go out and murder each other, but you know what I mean. We're all, a lot of us right now at least are five steps away from just losing it. <laughs> at least I feel like that sometimes. I know a few people that do as well. Times are tough, man. That's why we have shows like this. You know, just to talk about stuff and think about things and how we can relate to our own lives. So that's my little side rant. And I like this show. I like this show because it's, it's entertaining to watch. I mean, when you have people that have chemistry like that, friends or sisters or whatever, you know, it's fun to watch. I will say this. I think they didn't know what they were getting into. Um, yeah, they had no idea what they were getting into. And I can't say that I've ever been that size. I mean, you know, I'm probably half the size of um, one, a couple of the girls on there. But I'll say this, like, when you get out of when you've been in shape or you've been working towards something and then you stop and you come back and it whoops your ass, it does suck. I think we all experience that on different levels and I think they definitely experience that today. Like I think they all realize that, hey, I'm out of shape. I can't do push ups. I can't do sit ups. I can't walk a half a mile, you know, without feeling winded. I think it just kind of like puts it, it gives you something to go from. It's like boot camp, you know, they break you down to build you up. Do I think that... Oh, God, let me say this as a side note. I don't think that you should train your children like they're in boot camp. Because boot camp... Boot camp is meant to be over. People that 
make their children live in boot camp 24-7, that's sadistic. It's just like, that's fucked up. You can't have your kids living in boot camp 24-7. Just like these people wouldn't have these ladies living in boot camp for the rest of their lives, you know. They're, they're going to test them the first day. They're going to see what they're made of and see what they have to work with, you know. It's kind of like a drill instructor. They do the same thing. They look at you and... They see what you're made of, and, and Hitchens will tell you that they're not all evil. I mean, he did see people that went to drill instructors with problems. They had guys in there that didn't have any parents, you know? They didn't have any role models growing up. They were three steps away from jail before they joined the Navy. So it's like, these guys try to care, and they do have some wonderful and very heartbreaking stories. And I think anybody that works with people like this especially in this situation. I'm sure these ladies running this place have seen a bunch of people come in and out, and some have succeeded and some haven't. But the one thing I couldn't stand when they got there was the name. Fit Farm. Ugh, they're right. It did sound like Fat Farm. Like, you know how they sent, used to, back in the old, old days, they sent people out to Fat Farms to lose weight. It's just like, oh my God. It's so... It just bothered me. I was like, I don't like this name, you know? But I get it, you know? I, I get the... I get the point of the name. It's, just, it's too close to Fat Farm. But, uh... I mean, they kicked their ass, and... You know, the ladies took a beating. So, uh... Yeah, Ashley didn't finish. This didn't look like she did, but obviously it's another cliffhanger episode like they did with Thousand Pound Sisters. They're trying to keep you on and keep you strung in. Well, with that being said, um, I'm trying to keep this to around 11 minutes, so... Like I said in the last one, weekly updates coming. I didn't get to stream tonight. I had to do laundry and other things. So if you ever want to know like why a stream isn't happening, if you follow this podcast because you follow the stream... Um, I, I just had chores I had to do. It just had to happen. And I'm tired. I mean, after this, I'm going to bed. So, um, you know what, guys? Keep it real. Keep listening. I appreciate all your support. If you like what we do, you like what I do, um, you know, subscribe or follow wherever. Um, like I said, still putting stuff in the annex, still putting stuff on YouTube. So go ahead and have a great night and see you for the weekly update tomorrow when I record that and put it up for Friday. All right, guys. Bye.